Hi, I'm Ji Leong Ko, the poetry editor of the Evergreen Review. I'm so pleased to introduce the amazing poem, found poem composed in Dearborn, Michigan, by Mariam Bazid. Mariam Bazid is a non-binary Egyptian immigrant, writer, performer, and cook living in Brooklyn. They also curate and run a monthly world music salon and open mic. You can read their full bio and interactive text of their poem over at our website, evergreenreview.com. What I love about found poem composed in Dearborn, Michigan, is the discovery of ordinary resources around us to respond to a horrific political situation. Bazid calls these resources, both material and spiritual, the lineage of their poem. By that word, lineage, they suggest the contingency of our deepest affiliations. Be enthralled by Mariam Bazid's reading of Found Poem Composed in Dearborn, Michigan. Found Poem Composed in Dearborn, Michigan, where post-9-11 streets speak Arabic, in the sixth month, if you wanted to start counting from when actually Chinese, not just Italian people, got sick, of the novel coronavirus pandemic and a few days after the fatal everyday shooting of George Floyd. A black man holding the wrong kind of banknote in counterfeit America by state pigs in Prussian blue, many of whom we must assume love their children. 17,818 days after the conclusion of the Stanford prison experiment, which lasted only six days out of a planned 14, which despite the truncated timeline, less than half if you've been paying attention, was still long enough to necessitate from every one of its voluntary inmates a hunger strike. Rhythm is the beat of life that saves you from the coma. Procrastinatory cognitions. If there is any loss of service, to satisfy ochre hands, powder-free vinyl gloves, determining the inheritance. Twenty years of forlorn hope. Bodies don't always know what's coming, you know. It's just your luck with the sea. Lineage of found poem composed in Dearborn, Michigan, where post 9-11 streets speak Arabic in the six months if you wanted to start counting from when actually Chinese, not just Italian people, got sick of the novel coronavirus pandemic and a few days after the fatal everyday shooting of George Floyd... A black man holding the wrong kind of banknote in counterfeit America by state pigs in Prussian blue, many of whom we must assume love their children, 17,818 days after the conclusion of the Stanford prison experiment, which lasted only six days out of a plan 14, which despite their truncated timeline, less than half of you've been paying attention, was still long enough to necessitate from every one of its voluntary inmates a hunger strike. Two lines the first of which ends found poem, and the second of which begins it, from an untitled poem left by author unknown but maybe Arab, by Basil Zara on double-sided printer paper stuck by a coin-shaped magnet about the size of a quarter to which in turner magnetized eight head pins, three of them bent, to a fridge in the artist residency apartment belonging to and across from the Arab American National Museum in Dearborn, Michigan. 
The font is Arial. I spent a lot of time on this, and after answering 30 questionnaire questions, can tell you that the font is probably definitely Muli. I spent even more time on this, and I'm back to thinking the font is definitely probably Arial. The boat sank in my tears and lament, and rock melted from my pain and lament. Do you think you will return while I'm alive and our sun will rise after its absence? Crossing the border means leaving behind a 75% chance of death, not from random shelling, barrel bombs, or even whippings. You enter and, just like everyone else, you nod your head with each rejection. Say what you like, but all this won't cost you more than a thousand dollars. Don't ask me why, or for what. Half of it bribes for the army and the police in Turkey, and the rest to live on, and for the guys to get drunk with. Then it's just your luck with the sea. In short, you either beat it or it beats you. This part will also cost you $1,000. In the boats, all the faces are stressed holding their breaths, bracing their wounds. They've heard so much gunfire. They no longer feel anything. They no longer feel anything. If I run, 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 could it take me back to where I started out? Watching the kids from the balcony, the smell of your skin next to me, we only want what everyone wants. Rhythm is the beat of life that saves you from the coma. Dreams are drawn like a beam against the invaders. The enemy is whomever makes you hungry or frightens your heart. Whoever demonizes or stigmatizes in war, whoever legitimizes taking from people's pockets, and whoever puts up with hardship and remains free, may God not harm him. He is carrying the whole burden alone, and history repeats the same sentences, but with more foul play. Again, metal confronts the flesh of slaves. There is no point to anything on this round planet. A jungle where the strongest hand takes all and the weak is like a farm animal. And everyone who rejects this and rebels is a terrorist, accused, for example, of raising their index finger. Who said this cannot go on? Sorry, brother, it's gone on and on adding salt to the wound. And your cares drown in sorrow with every drop of blood. I should tell you, for the sake of fidelity to poet first, then to poem, that where you see the rifts in the text, where the needles interrupt, those were not there before. One line, chosen from a New York Times article, why you procrastinate? 
It has nothing to do with self-control. Accessed the day it was published, March 25th, 2019, in a tab that stayed open, focus shattered by grief, in one of four browser windows until June 13th, 2020, the day I read it so as not to write this poem. The tab is now closed. Smarter Living, The New York Times low self-esteem, anxiety, or insecurity. Staring at a blank document, you might be thinking, I'm not smart enough to write this. Even if I am, what will people think of Writing is so hard. What if I do a bad job? All of this can lead us to thinking that putting the document aside and cleaning that spice drawer instead is a pretty good idea. Like what you're reading... Sign up here for the Smarter Living newsletter to get stories like this and much more delivered straight to your inbox every Monday morning. But of course, this only compounds the negative associations we have with the task, and those feelings will still be there whenever we come back to it, along with increased stress and anxiety, feelings of low self-esteem, and self-blame. In fact, there's an entire body of research dedicated to the ruminative, self-blaming thoughts many of us tend to have in the wake of procrastination, which are known as procrastinatory cognitions. The thoughts we have about procrastination typically... One line chosen from a letter-headed letter taped to the fridge, intended for the artists in residence and reminding us in Calibri 12-point font, 21 questionnaire questions, that where the wireless internet is concerned, the service is provided for your enjoyment, but you are responsible for safe and appropriate use, as well as complying with all laws. If there is any loss of service, please contact us. One line, chosen from an untitled poem, Rarity, addressed to Khalid, written in torn text left by an author unknown on a large sheet of paper tacked to the wall in the artist residency apartment belonging to and across from the Arab American National Museum in Dearborn, Michigan. Have you been here long? No. Only 27 years. A poem of two. Listen, Khaled, content to simplify desire, you conceal that face in light, harsh like nothing else. Determined to satisfy ochre hands, you indulge, touch them, see them. Defined by the potent secret, you imagine our broken life destroyed. Proof changes everything except your instinct. Nothing else illuminates the reason behind the dream we imitated. The number in pencil on the bottom right, 10423-1002. One line, chosen from a box of powder-free vinyl gloves, 
bought that we may save our lives ahead of the somebody who stalks them. One line, also a chapter heading, determining the inheritance. From page 115, open to at random of ancient sisterhood by biblical scholar Savina J. Tubal, whose page Roman numerals 18 introduced me for the first time ever to the ivory statuette of the Beersheba Venus, pubic hair carved in hippopotamus tusk, who on the internet is described over and 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 over again as a pregnant woman despite the big and very literal hole in her stomach. And, who's page 97, shows a woman kneading dough to make cakes for the Queen of Heaven. One line, written by Nazik al-Malaika, for whose name the language of English needs an apostrophe, from a translation Camilla Umayma didn't like of a poem whose first line is, Mother, Ghaslan Lil'ar appears in a collection of writing by women from the Fertile Crescent, edited by a guy called Kamel. Ummeh wa hashrajatan wa dumu'un wa sawadu wa anbajasa ad-damu wa akhtalaja al-jismu al-mat'unu wa al-sha'ru al-mutamawiju ashasha fihi al-teen ummeh ولم يسمعها إلا الجلاد وغدا سيجيء الفجر وتصح الأوراد والعشرون تنادي والأمل المفتون فتجيب المرجة والأزهار رحلت عنا غسلا للعار ويعود الجلاد الوحشي ويلقى الناس العار ويمسح مديته مزقنا العار وَرَجَعْنَا فُضَلَاءً بِيدَ السُّمَعَةِ أَحْرَارِ يَا رَبَّ الْحَنَةِ أَيْنَ الْخَمْرُ وَأَيْنَ الْكَاسِ نَادِي الْغَانِيَةِ الْكَسْلَ الْعَاطِرَةِ الْأَنْفَاسِ أَفْدِي عَيْنَيْهَا بِالْقُرْآنِ وَبِالْأَقْدَارِ إِمْلَأْ كَسَاتَكْ يَا جَزَّارِ وَعَلَى الْمَقْتُولَةِ غَسْلُ الْعَارِ وسيأتي الفجر وتسأل عنها الفتيات أين تراها فيرد الوحش قتلناها واصمت عار في جبهتنا وغسلناها وستحكي قصتها السوداء الجارات وسترويها في الحارات حتى النخلات حتى الأبواب الخشبية لن تنساها وستهمسها حتى الأحجار غسلا للعار غسلا للعار يا جارات الحارة يا فتيات القرية الخبز سنعجنه بدموع مآقينا سنقص جدائلنا وسنسلخ أيدينا لتظل ثيابهم بيض اللون نقية لا بسمة لا فرحة لا لفتة فالمدية ترقبنا في قبضة والدنا وأخينا وغدا من يدري أي قفار ستوارينا غسلا للعار 16 نوفمبر 1949 ناسك الملائكة واشينغ اوف ديسكريس
Mother. A last gasp through her teeth and tears. The vociferous moan of the night. Blood gushed. Her body stabbed, staggered. The waves of her hair swayed with crimson mud. Mother! Only heard by her man of blood. At dawn, if her twenty years of forlorn hope should call, the meadows and the roseate buds shall echo. She's gone, washing off disgrace. Neighborhood women would gossip her story. The date palms would pass it on to the breeze. It would be heard in the squeaking of every weather-beaten door, and the cobbled stones would whisper, she's gone, washing off disgrace. Tomorrow, wiping his dagger before his pals, the butcher bellows disgrace. A mere stain on the forehead, now washed. At the tavern, turning to the barman, he yells, more wine. And send me that lazy beauty of an infet you got. The one with the mouth of mirror. One woman would pour wine to a jubilant man, another paid, washing off disgrace. Women of the village... Women of the neighborhood, women of the village, we need dough with our tears that they may be well fed. We loosen our braids that they may be pleased. We peel the skin of our hands, washing their clothes that they may be spotless white. No smile, no joy, no rest. For the glitter of a dagger, of a father, of a brother, is all eyes. Tomorrow, who knows what deserts may banish you, washing off disgrace. One line from Come here, where are you going? Come here. By Saur al Kamin, a sometime roommate and friend who took up the perfect amount of room in the fridge, which is to say very little, breath of the colonizer being two in me. Appearing in a collection to which I'd submitted a poem rejected by the editors, who, verily and most deaf, probably made a mistake. Bodies don't always know what's coming, you know. 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 
Bodies don't always know what's coming, you know. Bodies don't always know what's coming, you know. Bodies don't always know what's coming, you know. Bodies don't always.